How you doing? Good to see you. Good to see you. I got some issues here. I don't know what's going on. I got a, uh, my, my sound effects. There he is. Oh, that sounds better. All right. We got it fixed. Very good. Glad you're here. It is uh, Saturday's edition of New Testament Friday. Sorry I didn't get the, the, um, podcast out on Friday. I, uh, had a boatload of things to do. I totally... I uh, should have done it on Thursday, pre-recorded it, and I did not get to it, and I never got back home again. Left at about 9 in the morning, and I didn't get back home again until late at night. So, um, busy day of uh, doing all kinds of stuff, including um, going out the first Friday with my beautiful wife. So, that was fun. Um, but uh, we, um, I'm, I'm here right now, Saturday morning, and uh, we're here for New Testament Friday. And if you didn't uh, tune in yesterday, um, we welcome the Bahamas into our, our lineup of nations that are listening in to Wake Up to the Word. Thank you for joining us. And uh, yeah, let's give them a big cheer. The Bahamas are joining us, and we're happy they're here. We um, uh, are... Uh, up to Luke chapter 24 in New Testament, uh, New Testament Friday and our New Testament reading. And as I have been saying, <clears throat> excuse me, as I have been saying, we are going to do a Passion Week bonus episode when we get finished with all the Gospels. It's going to take another couple of weeks before we get through them. Um, actually, next Friday will be our last um uh, New Testament Friday Gospels, and then I will try to slide in a Passion Week bonus episode to go through the chronology of the Passion Week and what happens and when it happens and uh, cough again. Excuse me, still got a cough, and when I talk a lot, which is often, um, I, I, I start to cough. I didn't bring any cough drops into the uh, into the office. Um, so this is episode 88, and uh, we are so happy to be joining you. And uh, yesterday I didn't give us our warm-up and uh, to get ready into the Word of God, but... Let's get ready to rumble! Here we go, uh, 24, Luke chapter 24, we have the resurrection, and on the first day of the week, and uh, for you and I, uh, the first day of the week is Sunday, and it generally starts at daylight, but the first day of the week, technically, according to uh, Jewish tradition, and according to the Bible, where we start in the evening, so the first day of the week actually starts at sundown on Saturday, okay? So, <clears throat> understanding that, but on the first day of the week, at early dawn, they went and found the stone rolled away from the tomb, but when they went in, they did not find the body of the Lord. Now, we talked about this in one of the other chapters, and there's an account of it, but we need to understand, and I'm going to repeat it again. I did say it last time. Uh, they came in before the rise of the sun. Uh, it says early dawn. Another chapter says before it was light. 
So even though the sun may have just peaked up over the horizon in some places where they were, it was dark. And so they got there and, it, and maybe have just peaked sunlight as they got there. They went out before dark, before dawn, <clears throat> and probably arrived right at dawn. So the, the light is there. It's just dawning. <coughs> oh boy, missed that cough button and... It's loud. Sorry about that. My apologies. And um, the stone was rolled away and they went into the tomb and they saw the angel and or angels, depending on the account. And some people look at that and say, uh, see, there's there's contradictions. That's not a contradiction. Uh, like I said, Luke is not an eyewitness. He was not there. He is taking the account of somebody who was there and potentially they just focused on the fact that there was an angel there there were there they got spoken to by an angel so uh if you look at the terminology it's not really contradictory it's just who who's telling the story who's recording the story and what they choose to record or what they choose to recall or how they choose to convey it so uh what this what this account says and they found the stone rolled away from the tomb verse 3 but when they went in they did not find the body of the Lord Jesus Christ while they were perplexed about this behold two men stood by them in dazzling apparel and as they were frightened and bowed their faces to the ground the men said to them why do you seek the living among the dead so uh they didn't even kind of account for them as angels, but they described them supernaturally. Uh, they were dazzling. <clears throat> so um, these are not contradictory. And, and if you've ever dealt with uh, eyewitness accounts or you've had to do report, I was in law enforcement uh, in, in corrections and had to do reports all the time. And you had to ask questions and you had to get information and you wrote the accounts down. And sometimes those accounts were slightly different, but the basis of it, the the facts of the, the material facts of the account were the same. They were in sync. And that's what we all we need to deal with. They got there early in the morning, the stone was rolled away, they went into the tomb, and it was empty. That's those that's all you need to really understand about that. And there were there was an angel there. At least one, potentially two. And that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. There's there's no contradiction there. The accounts are the same uh, from a human perspective. And so and again, we'll repeat that the stone was not rolled away so Jesus could get out. The stone was rolled away so that the ladies, the women, and Peter, who ran down later, could get in and see that it was empty. There had to be somebody to see that it was empty. If you just say the tomb's empty and uh, then and the tomb's closed, it has to be opened up to say that it, it's he's not there. And the fact that it was supernaturally opened up is a, lends a whole nother level of a God's fingerprint on the event. Um, the next thing we come up to, and in one of the other chapters, we talked about there's a, an illusion to this, and these are the men on the road to Emmaus. And possibly it was... Uh, uh, a, a man and his, and his wife, uh, but 
um, uh, it says this very day, two of them, and all it talks about is disciples here, because um, it comes out of off of the uh, verse uh, 12. Peter rose and ran to the tomb, stooping and looking, and he saw the linen clothes by themselves and went home marveling at what he had what had happened. Uh, so then it goes to the very day two of them were going to a village named Emmaus, about seven miles from Jerusalem. Two of them who, and this is talking about disciples of Jesus. So these were disciples of Jesus. Doesn't mean it was apostles. It could have potentially been apostles, but one is a name is given. So we know this is not an apostle, the name that's given, and we'll have it in a minute. And they were talking with each other about all these things that had happened while they were talking and discussing together. Jesus himself drew near and went with them. But their eyes were kept from recognizing him. And they and he said to them, What is this conversation that you are holding with each other? And they stood still, looking sad. Then one of them, named Cleopas, answered him, Are you the only visitor to Jerusalem who does not know the things that have happened there in these days? And he said to them, What things? And so... They shared with him about what happened and the angel visiting and he was alive and they and and then um uh it it goes on and 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 uh, some of those who were with us uh, this is verse twenty four went to the tomb and found that 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 just as the women had said uh, but he said to them and he said to them oh foolish ones and slow of heart to believe all that the prophets have spoken was it not necessary that the christ should suffer these things and enter into his glory and beginning with moses and all the prophets he interpreted to them all the scriptures the things concerning himself he dis he interpreted to them in all the scriptures the things concerning himself <clears throat> starting with Moses means he started in Genesis and every Old Testament writing, the prophets and the Psalms, the poetry, he, Jesus interpreted everything that was pointing to him through all of the Old Testament. What a conversation that is. And uh, some of the things that we, we kind of take out of this account um, is that uh, from this point that Jesus drew near to them. He came to them. Jesus draws near to us. And do we recognize him? They didn't recognize him. Yes, their eyes were kept from him. I understand that. But do we recognize him? Are we looking for him when he draws near to us? And he asked about their conversation. He cares about us. He cares about what we talk about. He cares about what we care about. And 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 he, they shared the circumstances with him. They shared their perspective with him. He wants us to share our circumstances. He wants us to share our perspective with him as we pray, as we share these things with him, as we share our heart. They shared their hopes. We had hoped, verse 21, we had hoped that he was the one to redeem Israel. They shared their hopes with Jesus. Jesus wants us to share our hopes with him. Um, I'm going to tell you something right now. Uh, Stacy and I have to put a new roof on our house. And uh, 
we're working with a with a company that's actually doing a drawing to uh, give away a free roof. And we're sharing our hopes with Jesus that we get the free roof and we don't have to pay the 20 plus thousand dollars to put a new roof on our house. Um, we're sharing our hopes with Jesus. We're saying, Jesus, could you help us? Why not us? What, uh, could we win that? I'm just telling you what we're doing. This is how we're praying. We're praying that 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 through all the people, all the all the uh, uh, number of people that have put in to win this, the drawing is Monday. So we'll know next week. <laughs> and I am just, uh, that's our hope. That's our hope. Um, we got to put it on anyways, so, but why not get a free one? So that's our hope. We'll let you know if the miracle happens. So, um, but Jesus wants us to share our hopes. And if you want to pray, keep pray with us in that 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 uh, that that hand goes in and pulls out our address uh, and our account to get the free roof. Um, we believe that uh, believe uh, it says that uh, um, they were they were. Uh, the, the seeking answers and and Jesus says uh and he said to them oh foolish ones slow to heart believe that all the prophets have spoken what is necessary that the Christ should suffer and these things and enter his glory we need to seek answers in his word there are answers in his word yes mostly they're principles and there might not be a detailed answer for you but there's a principle in there that tells us what we need to do and how and and how we can approach different things and uh, you can move in that direction Um, then we get to the next page There we go. Then we get to the next page. And so they drew near to the village to which they were going, and he he acted as if uh, they were going, he was going farther, but they urged him strongly, uh, stay with us for it's, for it's, uh, towards evening and, and, uh, and the day is now far spent. So he went in to stay with them. And when he, he was at the table with them, he took the bread and blessed it and broke it and gave it to them. And their eyes were open. And they recognized him. He vanished from their sight. So invite Jesus in. And then there's a revelation. When you invite Jesus into your heart, when you invite him into your time in the word, he's going to break the bread of life and he's going to open your eyes. Okay? You need to invite Jesus in in order to get a revelation of both him as the living word and the Bible as the written word. You will not get a revelation without inviting Jesus in. That's where revel excuse me, that's where revelation comes from. You have to invite him in. And so um they were. They said they were burning inside. We found, uh, and they ran back. They ran back to Jerusalem, and they found the eleven. That tells you that it wasn't one of the apostles, but just some of the disciples. And then Jesus appeared to the disciples, and they were talking about these things. And Jesus Himself stood in their midst and said, "Peace be with you. Uh, peace to you." Which basically he said, "Shalom." Um, but they were startled and frightened and thought he was a spirit. And he said to them, why are you troubled and why do you arise? Why do you arise? Why does doubt arise in your heart? See my hands and my feet, 
that is my I myself. Touch me and see, for a spirit does not have flesh and bone as you see that I have. And when he had said this, he showed them his hands and his feet. And while they were still disbelieved for and while they still disbelieved for joy and while they were still disbelieved for joy and were marveling he said to them interesting interesting sentence there in 41 may may have to look at that in different translation have you anything here to eat and they gave him a piece of broiled fish and he took it and ate it before them and then he said to them these are my words that i spoke to you while I was still with you, that everything written about me in the law of Moses and in the prophets and in the Psalms, that's the entire Old Testament, must be fulfilled. Then he opened their minds to understand the scriptures. You can't get a revelation without Jesus being invited in. So he's there in the room with them. And he said to them, this, this, thus it is written that the Christ should suffer and on the third day rise from the dead and that repentance for the forgiveness of sin should be proclaimed in his name to all nations, beginning from Jerusalem. You are witnesses of these things, and behold, I am sending the promise of my Father upon you, but stay in the city until you are clothed with power from on high. So he tells them to stay until they're clothed with power. And then the ascension, the last uh, three verses, um, technically four verses, he led them out as far as Bethany, and lifted up his hands, and he blessed them. While he blessed them, he parted from them, and was carried up into heaven. And they worshipped him, and returned to Jerusalem with great joy, and were continually in the temple, blessing God. They went back to the temple, and they're blessing God there. You can imagine what kind of a stir that would have been. Uh, when, when you... Uh, receive Jesus, did you go back to the old places you used to go and and bless God and worship him and 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 how did you get what kind of a reaction did you get? Well, imagine what they got this reaction that they got because the uh the 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 the, the priests and the Sadducees and the pharisees they 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 had Jesus killed they didn't want anything to do with him as Messiah, but they came back saying that He's risen, he's alive, he was Messiah, he is Messiah, and he's coming back because that's what he told us, and we are going to spread the message, that's what he's told us to do. So can you imagine that, uh, of course, this all, uh, they went back into the temple and, and they're, they're blessing God and, and loving him, and, and uh, I can't even imagine what kind of reaction that had, but as we get into uh, the epistles, we'll start to see how that unfolded well that's what we got for today uh glad uh, that you joined us and sorry for the late uh arrival but uh, we will be back next week and we'll let you know we shared with god our hopes and dreams and asked jesus to bless us with a free roof and we'll see what happens so uh uh stay tuned and see what god does love you guys love you so much we'll see you next week